following pre-recorded program is paid for by Carla Swanigan. Get ready to experience and receive the grace you long for from the heart of God. Welcome to Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Carla is an international speaker, minister, and engaging storyteller known for her transparency with an impactful testimony of how God has transformed her own life. Her desire is to connect you with the heart of God and the truth of how he really sees you. If you're hurt, if you're broken, if you yearn for God's love and acceptance, let the healing begin. Now, here's Carla Swanigan. Hello, friends. Welcome to Scandalous Grace, the show where we leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. I am your host, Carla Swanigan, and I'm so glad that you're tuning in today. I'm excited to have you here. We have a really good topic to talk about today. I am super happy to have one of my favorite people in the whole world joining me on the show again today, Paula Waterman. Welcome. Thank you. I love having you here. We always have some really great conversations. And today I asked Paula to come because you guys, with everything going on with the pandemic and and COVID and, and just all the stuff that we've been dealing with this past year and in this season of hardship and gosh, chaos and craziness at times, really. And not to mention like all the hope and discouragement battles that are going on, you know, and everything that people are going through. I just wanted to have you want to talk about the importance of meeting together and the importance of um, community and the importance of actually meeting in a church setting, whether it's, you know, at a church building or not, but still going to church because really what's been happening. I mean, I just wrapped up my going through series. Um, if you guys missed any of that series, you can find it on my website, scandalousgraceradio.com. All previous episodes are on there and it will, um, link you to more information about my ministry as well. But we finished that going through series and, and our, you know, focus with that was just getting people back into hope and back into, um, just getting on with their lives after going through such hard things lately. And so that just kind of led me into what we're talking about today. I actually had something totally different planned (laughs) Um, for all you listeners. We were going to do a different show today, but I woke up this morning with this really heavy on my heart and I was um, just talking to the Lord about it and felt like he wanted me to kind of be flexible and go with the flow today and ask Paula to come on and talk about this really important topic about the value of meeting together And the verse, Paula, that he kept giving me is from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. And I'm going to read it from the Passion Translation. This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together, as some have formed the habit of doing. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onward as we anticipate that day dawning. Yeah. And that's the verse. You know, this is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together. And I know, like, just off the top of your head, let's just go ahead and jump into it. What are your thoughts on well, on you, that? You do know my thoughts on that. <laughs> Share it with my listeners, please. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'll just say two things. I believe that um, I believe that community is more important than it than it has been in a long, long time. For for a while, I believe that the church, the organized church kind of thought as community, maybe as a byproduct of good teaching or coming on Sunday or whatever. And it wasn't necessarily as important an aspect as to maybe what it really is. I I believe the Lord's been telling me recently that community is the foundation of everything. People Mm. need to belong to something. They need to be known. They need to be seen. They need to be heard and they need support. Yeah. And 
they're going to get it one way or the other. Like you know, mm-hmm. I like to play poker yes. on Thursday nights, and I go to my local establishment, <laughs> and I play poker. And let me tell you something. That's community for those people. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, it's great because they're, they're, they're friends that love each other and support each other, but that's not... They're not learning about the Lord. Right. They're not praying for each other. Sure. They're not having godly influence, but they are having community. And that's why they come back week after week after week during coronavirus. Yeah. You I know? love that actually that you're shining your light there. I love that yeah. you're like me. You like to go into those places least expected. And you know what? Those people are looking for connection. Sure they are. They're looking for the Lord. They're looking for human connection. And if they've never, if the church has never offered anything or they've never been exposed to that, they're going to go to where they can get connection no matter what it looks like. Yeah. It may be healthy, it may be unhealthy, but they just want to be connected. And I believe that the church has a unique um, responsibility mm-hmm. and um, opportunity to offer connection to people that are isolated and scared and afraid, but then bring godly solutions and godly influence into their lives because they're surrounded by a godly you know, godly influences in their lives, in their connection, in their community. Right. Um, the way that this really came up for me um, recently is, like I said, you know, we've we've all been quarantined or, yeah. you know, isolated and, and all that stuff. And things are starting to lift quite a bit here in Colorado. And that's great. Um, but I had a girlfriend over the other night for dinner to celebrate her birthday and, you know, just had dinner with her and we were just fellowshipping together. And and she just kept saying, it's so good to be with you. It's so good Mm -hmm. to like be in person with you. And I'm like, I know. And then she said, you know, Carla, it's, it's been a really hard season for me. And she said, I feel like I don't recognize who I am anymore. She goes, I need to get back in church. I need that um, community. I need to be around people. And I said, and you need, you need accountability. Right. And that's one of the benefits of being in community and not just community, but being in a church family um, and meeting together. When you see those people week after week, those are the people that hold you accountable, not to coming to church because we're not legalistic and religious. They hold you accountable to to not just talk in the talk, but walk in the walk. Yeah. And I believe it's 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 an influence. It's an intentionality. Like um, I've told you before, I do a marriage class. Right. Mm -hmm. We have a marriage class. Um, My husband and I run one twice a year, you know. Fall and spring kind of thing. And, you know, we may we may listen to the same material over and over and over. But what we're doing is we're keeping our marriage in front of us week after week. We're being intentional. We're saying we're going to work our marriage week after week after week. And we come together with other people who are intentional about working their marriage in a godly, healthy fashion. When we're in Christian community, we're saying the same thing. God's important to us. Living a life that's healthy, that... um is connected to other Christians is important to us. And the byproduct of that is we live happier, healthier, whole lives yeah. when we are in a Christian community on an intentional, consistent basis. Mm-hmm. And I believe one of the aspects of what we've been going through this year is, is a spiritual battle of trying to close down that influence of the church in America, frankly. I mean, I told right. you we that. We were just talking about yeah. that. Share that with the listeners yeah. as well. This, this one kind of dialed me up a little bit on the way here. <laughs> I try not to get too dialed up because, you know, that's me. But, um, you know, there was just recently in front of the Supreme Court, Nevada brought a uh, Calvary Chapel in Nevada, brought a court case to the Supreme Court and said, hey, we want to be as open as much as the casinos and the restaurants and the gyms are in Nevada. And the Supreme Court struck it down. They wouldn't hear the case. It was a five wow. to four vote. Um, and the four dissenting judges said it's not right that or one of them said it's not right that Caesar's Palace is open more than Calvary Chapel 
because yeah. the the rules were you can have 50% of your occupancy in like a restaurant or casino, but only 50 people can go to your worship service. And that's obviously, There's, that's a big disparity. That's there. a big disparity. <laughs> and if I call that spiritual warfare. I yeah. do. I call no. that spiritual warfare. That's true. Um, and like I was saying, having, having my girlfriend over for dinner the other night when we were having that conversation, you know, we talked about being held accountable sure. when we're in church and, and that's one of the benefits of, of being part of a church body. And she was saying, you know, I've Carla, I've been watching church online yeah. every weekend. Like I'm staying, you know, in the word and, and yeah. watching services online. She said, but it's not the same. I need to physically be in the, in yeah. the presence of yes. the other people. Yes. And, and listen, the corporate anointing yes. is a real thing. Yes. And I've talked a lot about that on the show before, how important, um, it is for intimacy with the Lord to have like your mm-hmm. alone time and your intimate worship time with him, where it's just you and the Lord and you're ministering to his heart mm-hmm. and, and he ends up ministering back to you. And that's important. That's one type of worship that we all need. But we also, I truly believe and the Bible, I mean, shows it sure. throughout, sure. Um, especially based on our verse that we're focused on today, Hebrews 10, 25 mm-hmm. about the anointing, the corporate mm-hmm. anointing of mm-hmm. worship. Mm-hmm. And she said how much she was missing that. Mm-hmm. And that's true for me too. I just, mm-hmm. I've started going back to, um, my church has started meeting again. One mm-hmm. of the churches that I go to most often, cause it's closest to my house. And, um, they started holding, you know, meetings in the building again, you know, with social distancing and, right. and the mask and everything, but right. it feels so great right. to be back in the presence of corporate worship and corporate, you know, leadership and and fellowship, like you said, of the body of Christ and your fellow believers. And so I totally got where she was coming from. I'm so thankful though, as I'm sure you are, that we had online opportunity. I mean, you, you went online right away with your church. Tell them a little bit about, yeah, it was kind of hilarious because (laughs) we set set up this little, you know, makeshift studio in my (laughs) living room and learned on the spot how to do, you know, um, live Facebook and their YouTube channel. It was a learning curve. I couldn't believe at my age, I could even attempt to learn how to do that. And we bought a camera. I mean, we did it. I'm so proud of us. So great. But, um, yeah, we, we, you know, I have Saturday Night Supper Club, which meets on Saturday nights, and it's in a church. It's in a host church. We rent space from them. And when, you know, everything came down, they had to close down and go go to different kinds of, because um, we would have a meal there. So part of Saturday Night Supper Club is to be like the early church, because I don't know about you, but I get a lot of fellowship done when I'm eating yeah. a piece of pie or, you know, having <laughs> barbecue or whatever. Right. Give me some fried chicken I know, and mashed right? potatoes. There's something about sharing a meal together, which breaks down all your barriers between each other and you can get real. And yeah. you can share your real life with each other. And so that was a big part of Saturday Night Supper Club. And when we could no longer do that, even after we were able to go back to church in mm-hmm. person, but we could no longer eat together, still can't eat there, can't have food there. I don't know why, but we yeah. can't. Um, and so I decided to have it at my house. And I had more people at my house in during the summer. You know, a lot of times attendance drops. But I had more people in my house Um on that Saturday night, just because they were dying to see each other. Yeah. They were dying to see each other. I think so many people in this season, it's one of the things I addressed in the going through series that we just wrapped up last on last week's show. Um, I felt so isolated. Yeah. You know, I was going through my divorce during mm-hmm. the, when the pandemic first broke out and mm-hmm. I was already feeling isolated right. because I was grieving and I was healing and going through everything that I was going through. And then to have the COVID mm-hmm. lockdown put on top of it. Mm-hmm. And then I really felt isolated. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's just been such a, a place of um, 
commonality with so many people mm-hmm. right now of feeling that isolation. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it was refreshing to them, you know, to be able to get together with a group of people in your home and mm-hmm. do that. Um, and I love that about Saturday Night Supper Club. I love the fellowship aspect that you mm-hmm. do, but I also love the meal. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. It reminds me so much of growing up in the South and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. having Sunday yeah. Sunday lunch on the lawn. Yeah. I think we did it like once a month yeah. at my church growing yeah. up. Um, in the Southern, fellowship hall. Yes, yeah. Ray Southern Baptist. Yeah. That yeah. was the thing, and everybody brought a covered dish. Yes, <laughs> covered dish luncheon. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nice that you provide everything for everybody, yeah. and, and um, I love what you do there at Saturday Night Supper Club. And I'm excited, you guys. For those listening, you can check out my website. I am going to be speaking there this fall, so we'll have the dates on the website yeah. a little later. Yeah. But but, um, yeah, I think isolation is something that, I mean, it's a real thing and it's affected a lot of people. Um, I know you, you had that camping trip through your church. Yeah. So last year I used to take a lot of people and I worked at a different church. I used to take a lot of people camping and we, and we loved it so much. And then things changed, our lives changed and it kind of fell away. And then this last summer actually I said, I'm going to start that back up again because it was so it was so life giving to us that went well, little did I know that we'd be right at the tail end of a quarantine when we were going to be able to do camping, which was in the middle of July. And I just kept saying out loud to the Lord, I'm like, Lord, we have to be able to go camping. Mm-hmm. We ha- you have to open up the campgrounds. We have to be able to go camping. I was just like, Lord, I, I can't I can't lose my Rockies and I can't lose my Fourth of July <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff. I have to have camping. Yeah. So camping went as planned. We had 30 ish people there. We all sat around in a um you know, a campfire and a ring and we had campfire and singing and we had food like you've never had food before. Yum. And we went, oh, it was so much fun. And you know what? There's some people that wore masks. I don't care. I don't care if you want to wear a mask, if you feel like wearing a mask, but we need to be together. We yeah, need to love one course. another. We need to enjoy each other's company. We need to share our fears mm-hmm. and our everything that's going on. And after that, that camping was, uh, was a long weekend, I think. And it went by in a flash and every single person signed up to go next year and four more families. Oh my gosh. Cause they loved it so much. A year in advance. They were so blessed by being able to be in that place and go camping. It was actually at um, trail West. No, not trail West. Um, Winding river oh, fun. in grand Lake. That's great. And um, already, I already have it. I already booked Completely for next. Booked. Yeah. With four more families on top. That's awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I think um, that helps battle that whole isolation oh. thing. And that's one of the most valuable things about, you know, meeting together um, like I said, online church is awesome. It it was a blessing to me. Oh, yeah. I can tell you during oh, yeah. the lockdown, I needed it. I watched, I probably watched more church. Yeah. I mean, most people I talked to were like, we didn't do one service. We did like four different yeah. church services today yeah. just because there's so many opportunities on, on YouTube and, you know, live streaming and just all the different apps and everything. And like you did through Facebook and everything for Saturday Night Supper Club and Zoom and stuff like that. It's, it's really a blessing to have the online choice, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, our focus today is, is what we feel like really, like you said this morning, it's, it's the now word that God wants us to be together. Also, I actually think it's not only the now word, it's, it's the primary word, right? Mm. It's, it's online services are fantastic because the teaching is, is really good. There's really good teaching. It's good technology. It's fantastic. And it feeds your head sure. and it can even feed some of your heart. But we were created to be in relationships. We're relational people. We were created to be in community. God himself is in community. Yeah. And we're created in his image. And we are created, even if you look at um, Adam, it's not good for Adam to be alone. He needs a mm-hmm. helper. I mean, if you go back to the very beginning, it was not good for mankind to be alone. Right. And so we have to look at community as almost, it's the foundation that everything else is built on. It really yeah. is. And if you look at, I believe that in society, like the way our marriages go, the way society goes. That's mm. why marriage is under attack. 
That's why marriage is so important. It's the core community. Yeah. Marriage is a core community. And so our job as churches is to foster and grow um, really strong communities that teach, that that we pray together, mm-hmm. we worship the Lord together, we influence and hold each other accountable as we walk through this life together, and to expand the kingdom. Sure. Yeah, we were created for relationship, yeah. obviously. And so that's something that I always like to you know, remind people of, too. You were never meant to do never. this life never. alone. Never. And, um, it's unhealthy to yeah, do it alone. I agree completely. And, um, you know, one of the other aspects that I was thinking about, even on the way to the studio today is being part of a community. Not only can we like hold each other accountable and fellowship together and enjoy life together and all the fun things like you did on the camping trip, those kind of fun aspects of it, but we can also support each other yes. better when we can meet together. Yeah. Um, I know I got like pr- in practical ways that you can't do if you're just part of an online community and you don't really know anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, when you meet people week after week, Mm -hmm. you know, you get to know them. And, um, I got a, I think it was a text message from Saturday night supper club talking about somebody that was moving and, you know, needed some things. And I'm like, yeah. And those kind of things happen because that lady is a part of their community and that's not something she can get from a stranger. I mean, in the nicest way, she's not going to get that kind of support Mm -hmm. online. She can get prayer. She was moved in in one day. She had everything she wow. needed, except I think she's like a TV in one day. That's incredible because that's just, and that's where we live too. I mean, it's such a giving heart, but absolutely. You know, the other thing I think about community is the healing that can come through it. Like mm. you and I have both um, gone through celebrate recovery, yep. which is a, I've he- led a celebrate recovery yeah. for a couple of years, yeah, yep. which is a, a healing Christian support group where you get to go and like, let it all out. You can yeah. be like, this is what I'm dealing with. And these are my fears and these are my addictions and hangups and habits and and a christian environment should be there to help you heal mm-hmm. and move beyond that yeah that's so true i know that gosh i can't even count all the times that being in community has helped me heal mm-hmm. you know and like mm-hmm. i said being isolated mm-hmm. during my divorce because yeah. of covid yeah on top of you know the yeah. isolation i was putting on myself cuz yeah. i mean when you're going through grief, like we talked about on one of the previous shows um, with my guest, Annie Ford, sometimes you don't want to be in church. You don't want to yeah. be around people. And that's a whole different sure. ball of wax. That's sure. different than what we're talking about today. Sure. Um, and even during that time, I was still watching online services, but um, getting the healing, even from somebody else, like putting their hand on your shoulder saying, hey, I'm standing with you. You know, I'm, I am praying for you. I am here to support you. Just... Even that kind of, you know, interaction in the flesh, so to speak. Yeah, it's called the ministry of presence. Yeah. I mean, that was the really sad thing about people in the hospital. They couldn't have their loved ones just next to them be doing the ministry of presence. Yeah. And again, I feel like that's such a, such a strategy yeah. from the enemy, you know, because we need to do life together. We were created to do life together. And sometimes when people are going through a hard time, the only thing you can do is just be with them. Yeah. It's all you can do. Yeah. You don't have any answers nope. and they don't need any, by nope. the way. No. Nope. They j- just having you there. Yes. Physically yeah. in the room, just there with them. Maybe you cry with them. Maybe you laugh with them. Maybe you hold their hand. Maybe you watch TV together, whatever. Right. You're just present with them. Yeah. I remember that day. It's before COVID that you came over to see me at my old house when I was really going through it. And, uh, I was very beat up emotionally and just really struggling. And 
you came over and you're like, what do you need? I said, I just, just hang out with me. Yeah. And that's what we did. We made popcorn. Yeah. We watched a show. We just, we didn't even really talk. We were just mm-hmm. together. You just need company. You just need somebody there. And I needed that there. so much. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's another, you know, just huge aspect of the importance of people remembering, yes, we've had to quarantine. Yes, we've mm-hmm. had to have social distancing. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've had to, um, you know, have a little bit of isolation. Mm-hmm. But now is the time to, mm-hmm. you know, as you feel led, don't get stuck in that habit of, okay, it's Sunday morning. Let me flip on mm-hmm. YouTube or whatever and, mm-hmm. and watch a church service. Or find a small group you can be part of. Yeah. Find out. There are, you know. You don't, it doesn't have to be a large, yeah, giant church no, for it to minister to you. That you can have, you know, 10 people you meet for a Bible study. You know, I know um, one of my friends started a men's uh, Bible study. He meets outside of a little studio. I mean, they're socially distanced, but there's 12 guys together. Mm-hmm. And in two weeks, I'll be starting my marriage Bible study. We'll be meeting in my house. And you, there are ways to do it in a way that make you feel safe, make you feel like you're... Um, Submitting to the government or yeah. submitting to your authorities the sure. way that you feel should like you should. But when we get to be the enemy's agenda is to make us feel isol- isolated and alone. Yeah. And that no one can hears us or sees us and our fears will take us down if we're isolated. Yeah. We need each other. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. I'm I'm excited about getting back into church. It's been really good for me to be going physically, like I said, mm-hmm. and um and starting to go to Bible studies and mm-hmm. classes again. I'm excited about that. And I'm going to be starting my, I just got my women's Bible study that I'm going to be leading the other day. So I'm super excited about that as well. Yeah. So I'm just grateful. And that's another thing that this season has been for me of, you know, just with the pandemic stuff, being so grateful to be around each other again and yes. not taking it for granted yes. has been a really big deal. Yeah. Well, before we go, Paula, um, I just want to pray over people listening Yeah. and um, I'm going to, I'm going to let you just open us in prayer and then I'll jump in and close and before we wrap up. So if you'll just lead us in a prayer for the, for the listeners. So Lord, I pray for everybody who is listening right now and maybe online and God, I just pray Lord that you would, um, you would put the people in their life that are going to be the ministry of presence to them, that they would be able to find the places where they're supposed to go. They'd be able to connect with the people they're supposed to connect with. And I pray blessing in their life. I pray that their minds would be focused on you and the truth of your word would come through to them, Lord, and they wouldn't be um, in bondage to fear or isolation, Lord, and that what the enemy meant for evil in this time, Lord, you're going to turn to good. Lord, we look forward to the incredible awakening and the move of your spirit over our country, Lord. And we thank you that we do live in such a time as this, even though it's has been so hard and um, discouraging, God, we partner with you with what you're doing in this time. And we say yes and amen. And we love you, Lord. And Lord, I especially pray for those listening that do feel isolated, like Paula mentioned as well. Lord, I just ask that you would minister to their hearts right now and that you would direct them to the the community that you have set apart for them, Lord, and give them courage to step into that place and come out of that place of isolation. Ask for healing in their hearts as well. I pray all these things in the mighty, delivering, and healing name of Jesus. Amen. Paula, thank you so much for being on the show. Can you tell my listeners how they can find out more about Saturday Night Supper Club? Sure. You can go to us on the web. We're Saturday Night Supper Club dot org. Or you can also find us on Facebook, Saturday Night Supper Club. Or you can find us on Instagram, Saturday Night Supper Club 
on Instagram. Hey friends, thanks again so much for tuning in. I just wanted to mention that this week's show is sponsored by Saturday Night Supper Club. You can find out all about them at SaturdayNightSupperClub.org. You can find them on all the social media outlets like Instagram and Facebook. Saturday Night Supper Club is a great community fellowship. They meet at 1300 Park Street in Castle Rock. I have been there many times. I'm a part of this group. I love to go. I've spoken there several times, and they are like family to me. They fellowship together. They have worship and a message, and then they finish up with a meal together, which is really special, you guys. And You don't have to bring a thing. Everything is provided. It's awesome. It's a great way to reconnect, and and today's show was all about being in community again. So check them out at Saturday Night Supper Club. Club.org. Awesome. And like I said, thanks so much for being here. This was really good. Thank you. And you guys, you can connect with me at scandalousgraceradio.com. You can share your prayer requests with me. I would love to hear some of your own Scandalous Grace testimonies through the contact button on the homepage of my website. You can also follow me on social media, Carla Swanigan and Scandalous Grace Radio. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please remember, leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. We hope you were blessed by today's episode of Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Please go to ScandalousGraceRadio.com to listen to podcasts, see where Carla will be speaking, and to find out about all of Carla Swanigan ministering resources, including her video devotional series. Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to ScandalousGraceRadio.com for ways you can partner with Carla in reaching listeners with God's love and grace. And please join us again every Monday at 1 p.m. for Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan.